Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM, The Fan, with you here on in another edition of Green and Growing. And folks, I'm here to tell you that Ryan Horvath is out again here uh, on a mock draft Wednesday. Have no fear, we'll still do a mock draft, but there's lots to get to uh, concerning Aaron Rodgers from a lot of different angles. Uh, I guess we need to talk about concerning Aaron Rodgers. Ryan should be back on Friday, we'll get his thoughts then. But Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Uh, he was on the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. You can hear that uh, weeknights from 5 p.m. until 9 p.m. on 1250 uh, a.m. The Fan. Uh, and he's down at uh, the Combine, I believe, down in Indianapolis, the Draft Combine, uh, and joined Zach Gelb to give Zach his thoughts on Aaron Rodgers uh, remaining uh, as a member of the Green Bay Packers. I've had plenty of conversations this offseason, people that, are around the organization, know the organization very well, that have real doubts whether or not Brian Gutekinds would pull the trade. That goes against the grain of, of what seems logical, but I don't think that it's a done deal that he's getting traded at this point. I, I, there's just too much smoke for a potential that he could return for 2023 to think that it's 100%. I, I do think at the end of the day, though, that it's the, the, the logical thing. This is the time to turn the page. That's fascinating because Gutekunst had the cojones to trade up in yeah. the draft to go draft Jordan Love eventually to replace Rodgers, but he may have some skepticism on if the timing is right now. The timing is absolutely right. 
he had the forward thinking, the forward thought to make the trade of to, to draft Jordan Love. It would, it would almost be irrational to stop having forward thinking now. If you're going to have the forward thinking, then you would just you'd continue with that that reasoning. But we'll see. You know, again, Aaron Rodgers is a known quantity in this league, and what what did general managers and coaches especially think about? the next season that that is always for, first and foremost in their purview brian gudekin said it as soon as the season ended in the exit interview who gives you a better chance to win in 2023 aaron Rodgers, jordan love unequivocally he said aaron Rodgers without hesitation and he's probably right because let's i mean aaron Rodgers inherited a 13 and 3 team in 2007 that was coming off an NFC championship game appearance in lambeau field they lost that game to the Giants, but that's a good team. His first year as a starter, 2008, he was 6-10. and 10. It took 29 games into Aaron Rodgers' career to have a winning record as a quarterback. The Packers aren't winning with Jordan Love next year either. It's going to be a transitional year, and Brian Gutekind admitted as much today. So from a known quantity standpoint, who gives you a better chance to win? If, if that's your emphasis, it's 2023. It just seems like that would be such a mistake that, they put all your eggs in one basket that's probably not getting to the Super Bowl instead of thinking of the entire decade that, that's coming up next. So that was Ryan Wood on the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. So I found that very fascinating from Ryan Wood that, he, that people question whether or not uh, that Brian Gutekunst would pull the trade because Brian Gutekunst in Indianapolis at the combine this week pretty much said that you know it's time for Jordan Love to play. It was pretty much what he said, but at the same point said that he hasn't had those conversations with Aaron Rodgers to this point to figure out which way Aaron Rodgers wants to go. Now, Aaron Rodgers, who we all know has been in this darkness retreat and so forth, uh, was on his good buddy Aubrey Marcus's podcast, and uh, a lot of people went there and were transcribing uh, what Aaron Rodgers had to say. And I took this one from uh, Ty Dunn, who went through, I made it into a quote. It's best for anybody who has an interest in this to make a decision sooner rather than later. I remember before Favre retired, there were times in April and May we weren't sure he was going to come back because he didn't come to any of the offseason programs. Then in 2008, now again, this is Roger speaking. Then in 2008, he actually did retire in March and then said, no, 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 in June after OTAs, I actually do want to come back and play. That's when he was traded to the Jets. There's obviously a lot of tension that summer. For everybody involved directly and indirectly, it's best for a decision earlier. Feel really good about the conversations that are going to be had and have been uh, with important people in my life, yourself included. But I'm not looking for somebody to tell me what the answer is. All the answers are right inside me. I touch many of the feeling on both sides in the darkness. I'm thankful for that time. There's a finality to the decision. I don't make it lightly. I don't want to drag anybody around. I'm answering questions about it because I got asked about it. I'm talking about it because it's important to me. If you don't like it and you think it's drama and you think I'm being a diva or whatever, then just tune it out. That's fine. But this is my life. It's important to me. I'll make a decision soon enough and we'll go down that road. I'll be really excited about it. And quote Aaron Rodgers. So listen here. Okay. I, I do call it Aaron Rodgers drama and I have called it Aaron Rodgers drama because think about it for a second. Just, just really think. And Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, if you're listening to this, God bless you, right? Because I never thought Aaron Rodgers listened to anything uh, that I put out there. But if you do listen, this one's for you, buddy. Dude, it's drama 
because you are doing the exact same crap that Brett did at the end of his career. That Brett put you through. Now, no, you didn't go on Fox News or whatever the case may be. And no, you didn't change your mind and decide to come back after you said you were retired. Right? So no, you didn't do that necessarily. But you're in the same situation with a guy drafted in Jordan Love, like you were drafted for Brett Favre, as a potential replacement for you going forward. You literally just signed a new deal. Brett wasn't in that situation. Brett never just signed a new deal. And then the following year said, nah, I don't know. I'll get back to you. Let me go figure this out. Why did you sign a brand new contract, Aaron, if you weren't sure if you wanted to play more than one year? What was the point of that? Or was it just that one year and now all of a sudden you're like, nah, I didn't play as well. Maybe I don't want to play anymore. Like, it's it's complete craziness to me. The fact that Brian Gutenkunz and this front office have to deal with this Time in and time out. I get that your feelings were hurt. I understand. My feelings would be hurt too if I was in your situation. I get it. And Aaron Rodgers, he responded, five stars, MVP, MVP. How did they get to the Super Bowl? No, they didn't get to the Super Bowl. You want to put some of that on him? That's fine. Put some of that on him. But he played well, a lot better than he'd been playing the previous couple of years heading into that Jordan Love draft. And that's why they were thinking about drafting a quarterback probably at that point because it looked like Rodgers probably was regressing. Oh, but wait. In this same podcast, Aaron Rodgers talks about the fact that he didn't play all that well last year and some people may think he's done. Uh, Quote, I've been doubted before. Honestly, I felt in the first year that Matt was here in 19, uh, I felt at times like a game manager. I didn't quite understand what we were doing at times at offense. My job is to take care of the football, and I did. I threw four interceptions and 26 touchdown uh, passes, and we were 13-3, and three, but I felt like there was so much more. Then they drafted my replacement, and then I won MVP twice. I threw 85 touchdowns and nine interceptions in two years. Obviously, there were changes that happened on the team and the coaching staff, and I didn't have my best year playing, and there's probably people who think I'm done. I thought I was done before I became MVP twice. There would be plenty of inspiration down that road. And again, if you honestly believe, that's the end of the quotes from Tyler Dunn from Aaron Rodgers from that uh, his podcast with his buddy Aubrey. But if you honestly believe that these great athletes don't use stuff like this as motivation, maybe they all don't, but most do. And most have done it for quite a while. Getting back to Michael Jordan and whoever you want to, to go up, uh, out and look at. Sometimes guys make stuff up in their head to get themselves motivated to take it to a next level. I really have never heard Tom Brady talk about it uh, as far as how much of that stuff he uses. Obviously, I'm sure he used it early on in his career, but after you win a handful of rings, I'm not quite sure what you're using at that point to prove people wrong. I'm sure there was some of that going to Tampa Bay, right, uh, to prove everybody wrong that it wasn't about Belichick and that he could win without Belichick. But... Uh, in this scenario for Aaron Rodgers, we've talked about it before on Curtin Long, Ryan Horvath and myself, and we've had Ryan Wood on uh, and Chad Ryder and everybody. That dude, mark my words, he's going to go win an MVP now. I'm telling you right now, he's he's going to either win an MVP or come close to winning an MVP if he ends up getting traded somewhere else. And the Green Bay Packers look at Aaron Rodgers and go, we're good, time to go. And he goes to the Raiders or the Jets or wherever he goes. He's going to put up a Hell of a season. Guaranteed. And if it doesn't happen the first year, he will definitely come back for another year. Aaron Rodgers is not going out, I don't believe, and maybe I'll be wrong, after last season. When he didn't play his best football, 
The team didn't play its best football. There were injuries and circumstances beyond his control that he really couldn't control. Could he have controlled showing up for OTAs and so forth? Absolutely. Could he have worked out with those wide receivers, the young wide receivers, separately before the season? Absolutely. Before training camp. Sure he can. He didn't view it as important as I view it or others view it. So he didn't think that was a big deal. That's on him. That's fine. But at the end of the day, he's going to ball out next year, guys. I'm telling you, he is going to go off if he decides he wants to play again, which I think I think he's going to play again. That would be my guess. Just guessing, obviously. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. But there was more talk about the Packers side of things, right? Jeff Darlington of ESPN was on ESPN uh, on Wednesday morning with uh, Greeny uh, and had this to say about the Packers' perspective of things with Aaron Rodgers. Publicly and privately, the vibe is the same, and that is that no longer does it feel like the Packers are simply going to kiss the ring of Aaron Rodgers and say, we need you back, we got to have you back. It, it is no longer that tone. It is if you want to be a part of this organization, you need to call us, you need to commit, you need to show us that that is going to be the case. And that is a very different tone. And that is, by the way, problematic if, in fact, you do want Aaron Rodgers back. Because now we have, we're talking about two egos here. One person who's a franchise quarterback and, and who believes that he has done uh, a great deal for this organization. And another in a person who is overseeing an organization he believes is bigger than any one player. So unless these two sides do decide, if one of them decides we need to keep this going, it feels headed in a very direct, very uh, clear direction, and that is the idea of considering Aaron Rodgers departing the Green Bay Packers. So there was Jeff Darlington on ESPN with Greeny uh, in the morning on Wednesday. Now this is the thing about what Jeff Darlington had to say. Jeff Darlington is saying, hey, Packers are done. They're done betting over backwards for Aaron Rodgers. They're done playing the games. If you want to be a member of the team, then that's fine, but you're going to do it our way now, and this is how things are going to be. Because now, Rodgers took a half a step back last year, so now they feel like they got leverage again because he's not coming off of an MVP season, and maybe they want to see their guy Jordan Love play. But, at the same time, are you willing, Brian Goodenkunst, to look into a camera... And tell the world 
that Aaron Rodgers says he wants to play for the Green Bay Packers again, but we don't want him. We'd like to move on with Jordan Love, so we're going to trade Aaron Rodgers. You willing to do that? Hmm? I saw people on Twitter saying that Ted Thompson, the former Packers GM, would never, ever have gone through what Brian Gutenkunst is doing with Aaron Rodgers. He never would have bent over backwards to trade for Randall Cobb just to persuade Aaron Rodgers to come back. He never would have gave him the brand new contract that he gave him. All this other stuff. Ted would have Ted would have had stones and told him pretty much no chance, not happening. You're out of here. I'll trade you and I'll go with the young kid. To that point, I say this. Do remember something. It wasn't like Ted Thompson, after Aaron Rodgers' rookie year, said, you know what? We're ready to go. We're going to trade Brett Favre. See ya, Brett. Nope. That's not what happened. He was so uncertain of Aaron Rodgers at that point, he drafted two quarterbacks the next year. Because he wasn't sold on Rodgers, obviously. Brom in the second round, complete bust. And then Matt Flint in the seventh round, who ended up playing in the NFL for quite some time. So that was a success. Took two quarterbacks the year after he took Aaron Rodgers because he wasn't sold after one year of watching him. Then, when they decided and they pushed on Brett to make a decision, make a decision, make a decision, because that was like five years or whatever it was of Brett not knowing if he was going to retire or not, they kind of pushed him to make a decision. He caves, says, fine, I'll retire. Then, is Aaron Rodgers ready? Yes or no? And obviously, the Packers coaching staff thought he was ready to go. Mike McCarthy said, we'll have him ready. He's good. He's close enough. We'll go. And that's why when Brett came back, they said, no chance. We got our guy. We're going with him. Let's move. But that wasn't a year after Brett signed a brand new massive deal. That was not the scenario. Now, it was a scenario in which they were coming off of a conference championship game in which Brett looked old in the conference championship game against the Giants. Looked so old. And what happened there? He gets traded to the Jets. He didn't want to go. It was okay. Nothing great. Then forces another retirement to get out, to go play for the Vikings. The Jets say, fine, if we get our guy in the draft. They get their guy, Mark Sanchez. They let Brett walk. He goes to the Vikings and then has one of the best years of his entire career with the Vikings. Why? Because it was revenge mode. To prove to the Packers he wasn't done. And they shouldn't have went to 12. They shouldn't have went to Rodgers. This is exactly probably, more than likely, what's going to occur here. If they trade Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is going to show out. Simple. I'm a big, big proponent of simply doing a farewell tour. That's it. I don't know if Rodgers wants one, is down for one, or not. But in in all worlds, for me at this point, it's, Aaron, you want to play? Cool. Let's do this. We're going to make it a farewell tour. You'll get your flowers along the way here throughout the season. We're going to free up a bunch of cap space. They just got done doing a restructure. Kenny Clark's deal. They're about $16 million under the cap now. Ken Ingles, the salary cap guy on Twitter, uh, says they need to be, get at least $20 million under the cap to really have a chance to do something in free agency. And there's a lot more stuff they can do to get to that point. So they can look at Aaron Rodgers and go, okay. We're going to be active in free agency and try and push chips in and try and get this thing done for you, Aaron. But this is it. Last year. That's it. 
Now, pick up Jordan Love's fifth-year option. As I've stated before, they should just give that kid an extension. If you love him that much and you're that convinced he's that good, then just give him the extension now. Just pay him for year five and then give him a two more years after that, year six, year seven. Pay him top 15, top 12 money and move forward. He'll take it. He's not going to sit there and tell you no. He'll be like, okay, sounds good. I'll wait one more year, no problem, because I got my money locked up now. And you're going to give him a bunch of guaranteed money, obviously, so he's set financially for the rest of his life. He'll take it. That's how this thing, I think, works out in a perfect world. Where this is going to go completely sideways is if Rodgers says, yes, I want to play, and they go, well, too bad, you're not playing here, we're moving you. Because one way or the other, you can both agree that you're not going to tell anybody how this went. Eventually, it's going to get out how it went. And while many of the Packer fans are done with Rodgers and are fine if he moves on and are you know done dealing with all this nonsense, there are still quite a few that love them some Aaron Rodgers and want him to stay and finish his career in one uniform. Think about how rare that is in professional sports nowadays. I mean, th- think about it. In Milwaukee sports, maybe Wisconsin sports, how many people can you come up with that started and ended their career in one uniform? I got Robin Yount. That's what I got. I'm hoping, crossing my fingers for Giannis. I'm hoping it's Giannis. Middleton started with the Pistons, so that's not it. Holiday didn't start in Milwaukee. They traded for him, so he ain't it. Bobby Portis certainly ain't it. He's about a handful of teams. So Giannis, hopefully, is that guy that starts and ends in one uniform. Yount was that guy for the Milwaukee Brewers. Should have been Paul Molitor had Bud not screwed him. Uh, But Robin Yount is that guy for the Brewers. And I guess you could say Ryan Braun is another guy for the Brewers that started and ended his career uh, in one uniform. But it's very, very rare in professional sports for it to actually go that way. And man, wouldn't it be cool if it actually finally went that way for Rodgers, that you didn't have the drama, you didn't have the revenge factor playing for another team. Because if you think there's drama now, you just wait. If he goes to the Raiders or the Jets and they end up facing the Packers at some point, whoever he gets traded to, let's say they're on the regular season schedule this year. Oh boy. If it's not this year, Rodgers hangs out for another year. And if they end up seeing him the next year, I'm telling you folks, not going away. Even if they don't face each other, if 12 plays out of his mind for his new team and Jordan Love is average or struggles, then you're going to have a whole side of Packer Nation going, what a bunch of morons you all were for doing what you did. That's how this is going to play. The only way Goody wins this is if Rodgers plays out one more year, farewell tour, off he goes in the sunset, without a peep, happy as a lark, good, Packers go do their thing, Jordan Love comes in and plays at a high level then going forward. That's how Goody comes out smelling like roses and all this. About any other way, he's probably not going to come out looking all that great. That's that's my guess as far as how this thing whole thing is going to play out. It really is uh, remarkably crazy to me uh, that we're even at this point right now. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's move on to the second subject now on a mock draft Wednesday. Let's do a mock draft, shall we? We do it each and every Wednesday. Now, last Wednesday, Ryan wasn't here, so he wasn't able to do it. Now, this Wednesday, he's not here, so he's able to do it. Hopefully, next Wednesday, Ryan Horvath will be back, and he'll be able to do the mock draft. So you're you're stuck with me again uh, in order to do this mock draft. So last week, we traded Rodgers, and we traded Jordan Love uh, on draft day and did it that way. And the goal last week was we're going offense, and we went with the Ohio State trio. If you missed that mock draft, go back to last Wednesday's episode uh, and check that out. I love that draft. A week later, I still love how that draft played out for the Green Bay Packers, ending up uh, with Stroud, uh, a wide receiver uh, for Ohio State, and an offensive lineman for Ohio State. It it worked out beautifully. And again, three first-round picks uh, in in all the trades that we made uh, ended up getting that thing done. So this week, let's do something different. This week... No trade of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers stays put. But this week, let's do something different. Let's stay where the Packers are, essentially, at 15, with the idea that the Packers are going to move back knowing that they want one of the tight ends, right? And they're going to accumulate more picks. That's that's how we're going to make this thing work uh, this time. So we'll start our little mock draft simulator on pro football focus. So here we are uh, at pick 15. So right now they have picks 15, 45, and 78 in the first three rounds. Uh, and right now on the board, Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Uh, Brian Brees, uh, I think that's his name, a defensive lineman from Clemson because of injury issues has fallen. Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from USC. Broderick Jones, the tackle from Georgia. Uh, JSN, the wide receiver from Ohio State who we drafted last week, uh, is there as well. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is still there. Nolan Smith, uh, Robinson, the halfback from Texas, Michael Mayer from Notre Dame. So all these guys still on the board. So let's look at, uh, what we have here, uh, with, uh, who all is offering up a uh, different trades here. So we have Seattle at pick 20, trying to get up the saints at pick 29, trying to get up, uh, the Texans with the first pick, uh, or second pick in the second round at pick 33, the jets at 43, the dolphins at 52, uh, all try to get up here uh, to make a pick. I, I have no problem dealing with John Schneider, the former Packer GM of the Seattle Seahawks, to go down uh, five picks. So w- if that's something that uh, they're interested in doing, uh, so be it. So let's see here uh, what they're willing to do. Let's see if we can get picks 20 uh, and picks uh, 37. Uh, let's see here. It would be picks uh, 20. Uh, and pick 51 uh, for pick number 15. Let's offer that trade, see what happens. It's accepted. So we move back five spots, and we add pick 51. So an additional, uh, let's see here, additional pick for the Green Bay Packers. All right, so now the Packers move back. Uh, Now they're at uh, pick 20. Lucas Van Ness still on the board at this point. Uh, as far as tight ends go, they're both still on the board as, no, I take that back. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is off the board uh, at this point. 
Um, and now we started looking at who else is looking for picks here. Va- Raiders at pick 38, Tampa at pick 50, Dolphins at pick 52, all looking to make a trade. So obviously I don't think there's a need uh, to make that trade necessarily. Uh, but now the debate is Dalton Kincaid uh, is sitting there, but Lucas Van Ness is still sitting there. The edge for Iowa, he falls all the way to uh, number 20. He should have went much higher. So we're going to deviate from our tight end philosophy here because I obviously with nobody else in the first round, I'm really looking to move up. I can't risk going to the second round and doing them. So we'll go Lucas Van Ness, uh, the edge from Iowa uh, at pick 20. And now we'll let this thing play all the way through. Now, obviously, there's no way uh, the tight end that we're looking for is probably going to be there. Now, Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Oregon State, uh, is there uh, here at our pick uh, in the second round at 45. Now, remember, we have another pick coming up at 51 uh, that might be worth taking as well. Plus, Andre Carter, the edge at Army, uh, still sitting there. Tanner McKee, the quarterback from Stanford. I don't think that's something... Uh, that a lot of people are interested in doing. So let's go with uh, Luke Musgrave, the tight end from Oregon State, to get our tight end there in the second round. Now we come back with another pick at 51. Andre Carter, the edge, is still there uh, from Army. I like him a lot, I'll be honest with you. Big fan. Uh, so he is still there if that's uh, an area that you want to go. Uh, looking at some of these other picks, I don't think any of these other ones are good. Laporta is still there as well, Sam Laporta. Uh, who Chad Ryder eventually drafted um, for the uh, Green Bay Packers in his latest three-round mock draft. We'll go with another edge here. Can't ever have enough edges, right? So we'll go Andre Carter, the edge from Army. Uh, Andre Carter the second, uh, to be specific. And now we come back to our third-round pick. We're only doing a three-round mock draft here. Uh, at pick number 78. Uh, and now the debate is which way to go here at that pick. I'm going to go with a guy who I love. Um, and I don't know about the rest of you, but I love Keanu Benton, uh, the defensive lineman from Wisconsin. So we'll take Keanu Benton there uh, with that other third-round pick. So those are our picks there in the third round. You move back five picks. You end up getting uh, an additional uh, second-round pick uh, at the end of the day. According to Pro Football Focus, overall draft grade, A+. Lucas Van Ness pick, A+. Uh, the Musgrave pick, A+. Andre Carter, the second, A+. And the Keanu Benton pick, and maybe I reached a little bit there from Wisconsin, a B-minus pick. So there, unlike last week where we went all offense, this one was three defensive players to one offensive player, the tight end Luke Musgrave from Oregon State. But you had two edge rushers and a defensive lineman and Keanu Benton from Wisconsin. I, I just, at this point, if you're the Green Bay Packers, I think just sitting there and not moving and either not moving up to go get a stud or who, somebody who you feel is a stud, or not moving back and adding picks in the first you know, two or three rounds of this draft, if you just sit on your hands and do nothing, I think that might be the worst-case scenario for the Packers at this point. Because I think if you look at the draft board, there's plenty to be had in the first couple of rounds in this draft to make this football team better. So if you moving back a few spots in the first round can get you another second-round pick, even if it's middle to late second round, if that can get you another second-round pick, that's a win. Because now all of a sudden you have four players uh, drafted after the first two days of the draft, and you have a ton of picks between the fifth and the seventh round. Seventh round, you got three guys in the seventh round, something crazy like that. There's a ton of picks uh, there on day three. I I think for me that makes sense. Or as Chad Ryder has pointed out from NFL.com, the other thing that obviously makes sense 
is you obviously go up. You trade some of the the extra picks that you have in this draft. Maybe you throw in a pick for next year's draft, and you try to go all the way up there to, to get a stud uh, football player. The defensive lineman uh, from Georgia, Carter, uh, has got himself in some trouble, misdemeanor trouble, uh, for uh, racing uh, a staffer uh, who ended up dying uh, in a car accident and another football player from Georgia. That happened a little while back. Uh, that all coming out here Wednesday morning, and he was supposed to speak uh, at the combine in Indianapolis, uh, and now they're uh, they're gonna be charging him with some misdemeanors. He apparently is gonna turn himself in. Now, the thing for me is when you when you start talking about that type of stuff, uh, as far as how that whole thing plays out, and Jalen Carter, I think by everybody's projection, was slated to go three in this draft probably if the first two picks are quarterbacks. Uh, and now, does he fall uh, because of this? My take on it, probably not. My take is Jalen Carter probably still goes top three to top five. I don't think he's going to fall to 10. I don't think there's any chance he falls to 15. Um, Is it horrible what happened? Absolutely. Absolutely horrific. Um, But in the eyes of the NFL and the teams and drafting and so forth, I'm more than willing to bet he does not fall in the first round of the draft because of it. That's my guess. We'll see how this whole thing plays out, but – Going back to the Packers at 15, you know, look, if you can get up into the top 10, that gives you a much better player as far as edge rushers or defensive players than what you're going to get at 15. If you're looking at wide receiver or tight end, then you could stay at 15. Hell, you might be able to move back to 20 like we did and still get uh, a very good player uh, at 20. But if you're talking about pass rushers, guys that can get after the quarterback that are athletic, I think you want to be up in the top 10. That's kind of where you have to get to uh, at some point. So we'll have to wait and see how this whole thing plays out for the Green Bay Packers. Thanks for hanging out with me. Another edition of Curd and Long. Looking forward to hooking back up with Ryan Horvath coming up on Friday. Will we have a decision by Aaron Rodgers by the time we record Curd and Long on Friday? I highly, highly, highly doubt it. Uh, But maybe. Who knows? We'll have a bunch to talk about, obviously, if we end up having uh, a curtain long podcast with a Aaron Rodgers decision, but we'll just have to see what happens. Tell your friends, tell your family members, download curtain long. We record Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, always available by five in the afternoon, each one of those days. Uh, so make sure to tell everybody, download curtain long. Have a good one. Toodles.